0: Church, say amen. Good morning to everyone, and uh, we welcome you to the services of the Locust Grove Church of Christ. And if you're visiting with us, we hope and pray that you will be edified. And most importantly, you will come to understand the purpose of the gospel and saving your soul. And if you see that you stand in need of obeying the gospel according to as the scriptures teach, We hope and pray that during that particular time in our service, when the invitation song is sung and we all stand, that you will surrender your will. You will surrender your heart unto God and do what those thousands of people did on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter two, that you will repent and be baptized for the remission of of your sins you know what you, you can't go wrong in judgment by doing what the bible instructs you to do Amen. and you know people we, we live in a society now where there's so much religious confusion well, who's right how how to, how can you be saved how do you know this church is teaching the right thing or the wrong thing you know what it's simple it's simple why do you think God left his word? Amen. Just obey the word of God. Amen. You know what? You know what else simple about that? John 12, 47. The word is going to be at the judgment. Yes, Lord. The word is going to be at the judgment. So what you obey today, you know what? The same words are going to be at the judgment. Amen. So it's not like you can obey something today and then get to the judgment and uh, it's, it doesn't read the same thing. It's going to read the same. But other religious religions can't say that. Because, see, they change their doctrine year to year or every two years or whatever, whether or not we're going to believe this. They change the teaching on marriage. They changed the teaching on salvation. They changed the teaching on giving. They changed the teaching on homosexuality. They changed the teaching on everything. But the word of God is consistent. It's settled in heaven. And on the day of judgment, you know what? What we read today is going to stand and read the same on the day in judgment. That's why we can make our calling and election sure today. That's why you can make your calling and election sure today. And when somebody asks you, well, how do you know you're right about what you did to get saved? Well, you can't get anything better than right than the word of God. Amen. Amen. Man, if the word of God isn't good enough, you know what? There, just, there, there is no such thing as right. Amen. Amen. Say that. But you can't go to a denomination and ask them that, because it changes. Yeah. It changes all the time, yeah. and you know what? You don't, you don't know what they believe from year to year. That's right. That's right. That's right. We're against women preaching one year, now it's okay for them to preach.. Oh, it's wrong for women to be elders, but this year they can be elders. But the word of God is true, folks. It's consistent. But getting back to this salvation thing, you know what? Our focus, our our God-driven mission is to proclaim the gospel, to present unto you why Jesus came down to this earth, what he did while he was here, why he did it, and hoping that you will surrender your will and recognize that, hey, If my Lord and Savior bids me to come and be baptized for the remission of of my sin so that he may add me into his church, you know what? You need to take advantage of it. You need to take advantage of it. It's right there in writing. Read Acts chapter 2 yourself. Read Acts chapter 2, and it's so plain. So plain. So plain. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Amen. So consider. Yeah. Consider your situation. Consider where you stand in the sight of God this hour. This hour. Because one day. You're going to keep putting it off, putting it off, and you won't have the opportunity to do it. And it may not be so much that you're going to die. You know, we were we were talking in our brother's breakfast yesterday. I said, man, this life is so ever changing. It is so uncertain. You know, you don't you don't have to die. There's a thing going around called Alzheimer's and dementia. You know what? You can become affected by that and you won't even have a mindset to do what you need to do to be saved. Amen. Now you could put up an argument and say well you're you, you saying God won't understand. No. God understand what you had the opportunity to do uh-huh. and you didn't do it. Amen. He gives every man time to do what he need to do yes, sir. to be saved. Now, what you do with the time is a different story. And because you misuse the time, you know what? That's not God's fault. That's like you going up on a plane and you could have got baptized before you went up on that plane. And then all of a sudden the plane got trouble. Well, if the plane crashed and everybody died, you know what? That ain't God's fault. The Bible said a Hebrew writer said a day you hear his voice. Harden not your heart. The day you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Don't be like your fathers of old times. When they tried me, they tempted me, they tested me. And you know what? He said, I was grieved with that generation. In other words, God said, I got sick of them. Because the more I did for them, you know, I kept blessing them. I kept doing miracles and showing them, you know what? The worse they act. No, it's not that you ran out of time or oh, God didn't give you enough time to get right. You didn't get right with the time God gave you. Amen. And we need to be honest and truthful. You know what? We waste too much time. We put too much stuff off thinking and believing we have time. You don't have nothing but right now. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You don't have anything but right now. A blood clot could be traveling up your leg, heading toward your lungs right now. Yeah, man. Anything could be going on inside your body. I don't care what the doctor said. All right, now. Anything. That's right. All you have is right now. Amen. And for you to ignore the warnings of the Hebrew writer, you know what? You're telling God, I don't believe you. Amen. I don't believe you. Don't tell me not to put something on. Don't tell me I don't have time. I got time. I'm young. But guess what? Funeral home full of young dead bodies. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So take heed. Consider your ways. Consider your ways. We serve a just God, a loving God, a true God. And the Bible, the word of God said, 2 Peter 3, the word of God said, God's will is that every man be saved. That's the love of God. You know, that's a love I don't even understand. It's a love I don't even understand because even while we were in our sinful ways and, and committing our sinful acts, God looked down, he found a sin sacrifice by way of his son, Jesus Christ. And he sent him down to this earth. He came down here in the form of a man, of a servant Uh to serve sinful men, to proclaim the truth that he is the way, the truth and the life. (laughs) But guess what? The world loves darkness. The world rejected him. Why? Because the world loves darkness. John chapter three. The light came into the world, but the world rejected the light because it loves darkness. And still to this day, people don't want to hear what Jesus has to say. They're trying to find and seek out other ways. There are no other ways. Jesus said, I am the way. The truth and the life. No man cometh unto the Father except by me. There's no other way. That's right. Don't believe the foolishness out there about some universal feeling or some universal sensation and some higher power. You know what? Our higher power is called Jesus Christ. Amen. Our higher power is called Jehovah. Amen. He has a name. That's right. Consider your ways. You can be saved today. Right, or you go walk out of here today in a worse condition than you were when you arrived. Because you know what? It's one thing not to hear the truth and know it. But it's a whole nother story. To know it. And to turn away from it. Amen. You've just as well been there at the cross and knelling Jesus to it. But everyone is going to answer for it. Amen? Amen. Everybody's going to answer for it. Let's get down to a little business this morning. Luke chapter 18. Sidney, if you'll put Luke chapter 18 up on the screen and we're going to begin at verse number 18. The Bible saying a certain ruler asked him saying, good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, "Why callest thou me good? None is good. Save one that is God. Thou knowest the commandments? Jesus said, "You know the commandments? Why are you asking me this? Do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, Do not bear a false witness honor thy father and thy mother man. and he said all these have I kept from my youth up uh-huh. oh it sounds like he got his, he got his act together yes, sir. and sometimes you may give the false impression to yourself that you got your act together Come on, but you ain't talked to Jesus You haven't looked at the word of God to truly know whether or not you have your act together. And he failed to understand who he was talking to. He was talking to somebody who saw beyond the outside. Jesus could look at him and know his heart. All these have I kept from my youth up. Now, when Jesus heard these things, he said unto him, yet lackest thou one thing. Homeboy, you're lacking one thing. Uh Just one. Uh Just one. Yeah, you kept all of the other things, but you're lacking one thing. And this one thing is hindering you and will keep you from going to heaven. Yet lackest thou one thing, sell all that thou hast Uh and distribute unto the poor and thou shall have treasure in heaven and come follow me. Jesus said, I have an investment plan for you. I need for you to go sell all that you have. Uh Distribute it to the poor and by you doing that, you're going to make some deposits. You're going to make some investments in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. And I need for you to come and follow me. Right. He couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. He couldn't do it. And when he heard this, he was very sorrowful. Now, why would it be so sorrowful? the Bible gives an answer because he was very rich. Yeah. Amen. He loved his material possessions uh-huh. more than he loved the Lord. Amen. And, when he, and when Jesus saw that he was very sorrowful, he said, how hardly shall they That have riches enter into the kingdom of God. He didn't say you can't go to heaven if you're rich. He said, but it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Poor people struggle when they get a little money and doing right by God. Well, how much more of a struggle do you think it's going to be for a rich man? And something else, you know, stood out to me in this. Jesus said, go sell all that you have, distribute it unto the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. Now, the reputation of Jesus was, Jesus didn't have no house. Remember when Jesus said, foxes have holes. Birds of the air have nests. But the Son of Man have what? Nowhere to lay his head. You have to stop and consider. Wait a minute. Come follow you where? Where? Remember even the disciples had an issue one time. They had left their homes, their families, their children and everything and followed Jesus after a period of time. They called that meeting. And Jesus knew what was on their heart. And finally, Peter just said, look, we've left all. We've forsaken all to come and follow you. Basically, what he was saying was in it for us. Man, everywhere we go, you borrowing something. Everywhere we go, it's go get this from somebody else. You don't even have a house. We don't even have anywhere to go lay up and kick up. Everywhere we go, it's borrow this. Go tell somebody this. Tell them to give you this. Jesus said, you haven't forsaken anything on my account that I can't restore back unto you far greater than what you've ever had. Amen. I can just imagine and see Jesus talking to them saying You don't know who you're talking to Talking about what you have given up I left heaven You want to talk about giving something up I left heaven I left heaven The angels Beckon unto me I was sitting at the right hand. You know, you want to talk about giving something up now. and you're talking about your wife, your family, your houses. I left heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about giving something up. Yeah. I came down to this place in the form of a man like you all. And not only that, I took upon me the attitude and mindset of a servant. Yeah. To serve. I was served in heaven. And I was sent down here to serve. Uh-huh. You want to talk about giving something up? Come on now. I could tell you about giving something up. Yeah, they had nothing else to say after that. Just as we shouldn't have anything to say today. we like to talk about our time and I don't have time to do this for the church or get involved to help do this and help this. You know what? You want to talk about giving up something? Compare what you so stingy with and hold it on to compared to what Jesus gave up. What if he had your attitude? What if he had your mindset about the church and, and getting your, the giving of yourself for the work and the building up of the church? Yeah. Just like this rich ruler right here. He thought he had it all together. Good, good teacher, good master, what what must see? He, he asked it. I believe he asked it in a sarcastic way because he really thought he had himself together. But he failed to understand Jesus soul beyond the outer surface. See, many of us, we, we put on a good facade on Sunday. Shoot, if, if, if going to heaven was based on looking at how we look on Sunday everybody would go to heaven Amen. we dress up we smell good we look good and everything but guess what some of us got as much hell in us as you shake a stick at But well, see God knows that Amen. I, I can only go by what you present on the outside. Yes, sir. And you know what? I'll accept that. I'll accept that. Because it's not my place to put you in heaven or hell. Amen. But God, my God. God knows yes, sir. the heart. Yes. He knows the heart. See, he knows what it really boils down to. What you're truly about when you come here. Am I coming because I truly love God? Right now. I just want to sing praises and, and give adoration unto him because of how good he's been and, yeah. and how wonderful he is because he deserves the glory, what he has brought me through and what he's doing for me. And Amen. even I'll praise him now before he do it because whatever it is he does, he does it good. Amen. Amen. Or am I coming because you know what? It's just a thing to do. And it'll keep folks from calling me. Asking where were you? This young man, he thought he had it together. But his heart was in the wrong place. Go say all that you have. I love it. Jesus said, go sell all that you have. All. Get rid of all of it. I want to teach you what it means to give up something. Uh We like to think we've given up so much when we drop a couple of dollars in the collection plate. Look at what God allowed you to keep. Amen. Say that. And then some still, still on top of that. Uh-huh. We like to pride ourselves like we've done such a great thing. Well, I came out once and helped. With the one project we did and, you know, then you want to stick your chest out. And, uh, let me tell you something. There's so much to be done. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, there's so much work that needs to be done. We don't have to do it collectively as a group. We're supposed to be working as individuals. Yeah. It's great when we can come together Collectively. Yeah. But we need to be busy all the time. Okay. Don't ever put yourself in a position thinking you've done so much. That's right. You've done so much that you got it so together. Mm. Because there's always something that needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Go sell all that you have. Jesus said, You lack one thing. And boy, that one thing just did it. I mean, you got to give a young man credit. When Jesus said, Thou knowest the commandments do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness, honor thy father. He said, I've done all that. You got to give him some credit if he's telling the truth. Lived a decent life. Amen. From the outward appearance. Right. But Jesus knew something about it. Jesus knew his true love wasn't God. Amen. Wow. Jesus knew his true love was not God. Who is your true love today? Huh? What are you holding on to that's separating you from God? Man. What's separating your relationship from growing closer to God? The Bible says, what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world? Yeah. And some of us working, we act like we're trying to, we're trying to gain the whole world. Mm. We're trying to buy this, buy that, obtain this, obtain that. Only to what? Only to die and lose your soul. And on top of that, all that stuff that you obtain, somebody else is going to enjoy. Whether they be foolish or wise, you will never know. But what about your soul? What about your soul? Jesus said, I have an investment plan. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's basically what he told the young man. By you distributing this to the poor and doing something good for them, you're investing in heaven. Amen. 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 What does your spiritual portfolio look like this morning? Huh? All right. What does your spiritual portfolio look like this morning? What, what kind of investments have you been making? Surely you've been making some because you plan on going to heaven, right? Amen. Well, the Bible says something has to follow you when you die. Yes, sir. Their works do follow them, right? Yes, sir. What what, what what's going to follow you? Right, right now. What 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 happened? What happens if you get to heaven and then they say, "Wait a minute, uh, 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 uh. they ain't sent no, they ain't sent no deposit." Then what, folks? Well, here's the thing: you won't ever get there to find out. Amen. Because the deposits have to be made now. That's right. And if they're not made now, you know what? You don't ever have to worry about going up, being caught up. That's right. It's not that heaven don't have enough room. Jesus said, in my father's house are many mansions. Yes, he did. If it were not so, I would have told you. It's not an issue that there won't be enough room. The question is, have you made the proper investments yeah. to secure your mansion? What are you doing? What are you planning on doing the rest of this day? Right. Yeah. Right. Today is all you have. Yeah. We're, 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 we're quick to say, well, tomorrow or later on in the week, I'm going to do You ain't promised that. Mm-hmm. You're not promised that. Mm-hmm. Now. Now. Right. Now. What does your account balance say now? Right. What will follow you and your works? What, what, what will you have? Right. And I'm not saying you can work your way to heaven. No, sir. But faith without works is dead. That young man, he saw within himself that, hey, I'm good. But you're not good until the Lord say yeah. you're good. Yeah. And the only way you could be good with the Lord, you have to be obedient unto the instructions of his word. Amen. That's it. What about the sick that need visiting? What about the poor that need help? What about people that you know are hungry? They're, they're not so well off. Yeah. We always think we got to work as a big group to do something good. Man, you, you could go to your own house, cook up a good meal, and you, you probably know some people who ain't doing that well. The economy has, has hurt them and taken a toll on them. Why well, Why well, you need a group to cook something in your house and take over to them? To get them something to eat. What did Jesus say? I was hungry. You didn't feed me. Well, Lord, I wait. I waiting on the leadership to get together and put something out. No, that ain't what it said. I was naked. You didn't clothe me. All them clothes you got hanging in there, you will never fit in again. And since I'm now, we're having a clothes giveaway this Saturday coming. Want to help you out with that. All right. Go, go on, bring them. Right. Go on and bring them. Be a blessing to somebody. Yeah. I didn't say we are selling clothes. That's right. It's a giveaway. Don't, right. don't bring nothing up here trying to sell something to somebody. All right. Call the police on you. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah, having right. a clothes giveaway. Yeah. Here's an opportunity for you to be a blessing to somebody. School getting ready to start back. Look in your child's closet. Shoes in there, This feet too big, he ain't gonna wear again. And now some, some kids who walking around, you know what? They, they, I remember growing up, boy, when, when time were rough, we cut the end of the toe off. Yeah. The toe hung out of the shoe. And you had to wear those shoes to play in Until your parents could afford to buy you some more Right now Right, You let shoes just sit up in your closet Bring that stuff out Bring it out I I could sell this See you sounding just like that rich man You sounding just like that rich man You lacketh something in your heart. You lacketh something. And that's the reason why you're separated from God today. Because you lacketh something. You can't see that it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. God made it But he blessed you to get it. That's right. Why not be a blessing to somebody who truly need it? And see, we worry about, well, what if they get it and sell it? Man, you ain't concerned about that. That's right. That's right. You just take care of why you did it. You did it because you you said, hey, they have a clothes giveaway for those that are in need. And I donated it. That's that's all you did. Your understanding was, it's for the needy. Now, when the needy don't do right with the blessing they receive, God knows. God knows. And let God handle that. But don't you, look, don't you be just like them by not giving. Probably got clothes hanging in the closet. Tags on them. Tags on them. Go on, get it ready. Go on, get it ready. You, You need me to come pick it up this week, call me. Call me, we'll pray, help you get over it. But you got to give it up. Because I know you got stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Got shoes. You can't even remember the last time you wore some of them. Right. And if the truth be told, you ain't gonna never wear them again. That's right. I just like to look at them when I walk in my closet. Listen to you. Listen to you. I just like to look at them when I walk in my closet. And that brings what satisfaction to you? Spiritually. All right. Huh? I just like to look at it because it's mine. You lack it. One thing. You lack it. One thing. You don't understand it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. Yeah. Go and get, get it ready. Get those clothes ready. Get those shoes ready. Somebody, somebody need some clothing Amen. for back to school. Amen. Somebody needs some shoes. To go to school. Yeah. The young man went away. Verse 24 said, When Jesus saw that he was very sorrowful, he said, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God. For it is easier... Yeah. For a camel yeah. to go through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> mm. Don't you allow things and stuff come, come between you and your God. Come the Bible commands to love the Lord that God with all yeah. that heart, mind, soul, strength. Yeah. Where if, if, if I'm obligated to give God all, that leaves no room for me to love things Amen. and stuff. Amen. Amen. Nothing wrong with liking a pair of shoes. Nothing wrong with liking a dress. Right. But we, we love stuff. We love dresses. We love shoes. We love cars. How you feel about Brother May? I like him. He all right. <laughs> no, you're not commanded to like me. That's right. Uh, if you want to go to heaven, you got to love me. Amen. 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 And I tell you what, I dare you not to love me and right. see where you go. Right. That's, that's a bold statement, isn't it? Yeah. But it's a okay. fact. Amen. Just like I'm commanded to love you. Amen. That's right. That's right. Mess around and don't love me. Right. It's a place for you. Yes, sir. And you're going to have eternity to think about it. Amen. And, when, and while you're burning, and while you're burning, and while you're burning, you're going to say, Well, he really wasn't that bad of a guy. I probably could have done better Too late Amen. Folks, get your mind right Amen. There, There's nothing you can lose In this life That heaven won't be worth Amen. Amen. Nothing in this life Amen. You can lose or you can consider Missing out on That heaven won't be greater Amen, Amen. We like, we like, we act like, well, I don't want to miss out on this. I, I don't want to miss out. on Man, you don't want to miss out on heaven. Amen. That's what you don't want to miss out on. That's right. And there's, there, there are no things, there's no stuff worth you missing heaven for. Amen. Do you hear me? Amen. I'm done. Don't say hallelujah if you want to. Get get your clothes together. But most importantly now. Get your heart right. Get your heart right. You know know what your problem is. You know what your problem is. I'm appealing to you today. to To make an appeal to Jesus to say fix me. Fix me. Help me. Fix me. Because some of us know we got some. We, we're just like bad plumbing. We, we, we started off leaking just a little small leak, a drip. And then it gets worse. Then it builds up Next thing, you know, water running. You lay down at night, you hear something running. Next thing you know, it bursts. Now you got water flooding everywhere. When you could have addressed it when it was minor, you ignored it. Amen. But now it's a major mess. And it's grown out of control. And now you got more damage done than you had you to even bother with. You could have called a plumber with a little small drip. You can ask Jesus today. To fix you. To help you. Or you can ignore him and say, you know what? I got this. Well, let me ask you this. If you got it, how come you ain't fixed it? Huh? How come you haven't fixed it? Stop lying to yourself. Be honest. You've allowed it to get bigger than what you can handle. But there's somebody who can help you today. Amen. There's somebody who can help you. I'm not asking you what the issues are or what the situation is. I'm just simply saying, you need to, you need to bring it to Jesus. Amen. Casting all your cares upon him. Why? For he cares for you. You're always talking about bless me with with strength. Bless me with, with better decision making. Bless me, you know, you always want something better. Well, have a mindset to change the way you go about seeking to do things better. Give it to Jesus. if you don't if you don't write anything else on your response card just say Lord fix me and he know what your situation is Hmm. you're here today and you haven't obeyed what the Bible commands that one needs to do in order to be saved. And I, and I use the term, the Bible commands. Jesus said, Mark 16, 16, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. That's a command. Amen. Baptism is a command. Amen. Not an option. You can't say, well, I love the Lord. And I just, I'm just, I'm just banking on him to understand how much I love him and he'll save me. It don't work that way. He that believeth and is, say it, shall be, he that believeth not shall be, you have to do what Jesus commands. Why call ye me Lord, Lord? But you won't do the things that I command you to do. Amen. You say, He's my Lord, He's my Savior. I love Him. He's my all-in-all. All. Do what He said. That's right. That's right. Do what He said. What did He say in the Great Commission? Go ye therefore into all the world and do what? Teach. Baptizing them. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. Teaching them to observe whatsoever that's right all things that i have commanded right and lo i am with you always even unto the end of the world but what did he command he commanded teach well common sense you got to be taught to understand why you're getting baptized You don't just go down in the water without an understanding, void of understanding why you're going in the water. It's a reenactment of what Jesus went through. Amen. He suffered. He bled. He died. And you know what? He went down. He was buried in a tomb. What happened on the third day? Up, he got up. We don't take you under the water and leave you. Amen. You get up. And that's the word of God said. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away and all things become new. New. So in other words, in order to present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, you know what, first of all, you got to get cleaned up. Let me ask you this. Before you move into a new apartment, Do you require the the property management to clean it up? Yes, sir. Or do you just go in right after the person? How how many of you just move in right after the person? They ain't got to clean it up. Raise your hand. Huh? That's what I know. You wait for them to clean it up, right? Why? Because you don't know how nasty them folks were that were ahead of you. That's right. You don't know what kind of bugs might be crawling around up in there. That's right we well, the same thing. We're, look outside of Christ. We're sinners. Amen. We're sinners. Amen. We're dead in our sins. Amen. But we're made alive through Christ. That's right. A living sacrifice is what we present unto God. Not some dead, foul, no good sacrifice. We don't, we don't take animals to God anymore. Yeah. We are the sacrifice yeah. that God wants, yeah. a living sacrifice. Yeah. But you got to get cleaned up before you can be presented. Yeah. And that cleaning up comes by way of the spiritual enactment, that spiritual resurrection yeah. in that water, yeah. in that baptism. Yeah to wash you of all of your past sins, your transgressions, and present you new into the church of Christ, into the body of Christ, giving you a new citizenship, heavenly citizenship, giving you a new name, Christian. Bringing you into a new family, the church. Now, you could be presented unto God Amen. you got to get cleaned up I'm not saying that to put you down I'm not talking about a physical cleaning First Peter 3 21 you know what that say it talks about baptism put first who in the room anybody in the room First Peter 3 21 and I'm closing on after this 1 Peter 3 21. When I say you need to be cleaned up, I'm not talking about a physical cleaning up. Yeah. I'm talking about a spiritual Amen. cleaning up. 1 Peter 3.21. The light figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience. God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ the question the point is you know what you got to be able to have a good conscience to answer God Lord have I done what you told me to do yes I have because you commanded me to be baptized for the remission of my sin and I did it you don't go in this water and nobody throw a bar of soap and then you washing down and all this stuff it ain't about the outward it's about the spiritual man the answer of a good conscience toward God when you stand in judgment did I do what was commanded that's the question you're going to have to answer if not I never knew you. Ma'am. If so, well done. Ma'am. The choice are ours. The choice and decision is yours today. Ma'am. Why not? Why not? Man, you have the you have the opportunity right now to cause a celebration in heaven. Not not just somebody coming forward being baptized. But it said every repentant heart just to repent. Just to repent. Lord, I know I ain't been doing right. I know I haven't been living the way I ought to. Forgive me. I repent of that. Man, heaven is waiting. Heaven is waiting to celebrate. Over one precious soul. Why don't you cause that celebration today? Right, right. That's what Jesus came down here for. That you may have eternal life. For those of us in the church, you know what you need to do. Once saved, not always saved. Get it right. What's our song, Jerry? All my trials. All my trials. All my trials. You know what? Life is about trials. Life is about suffering. Life is about heartaches and pain, but all my trials, I got somebody I could take them to. And you know what? I'm only going to have to endure and go through this just for a little while. And one day, heaven will be my home. And the beautiful thing, I don't even have to think back and remember none of this mess. None of it. None of it. Folks say, I want to get to heaven and, and get together and talk about how it used to be. I don't. It ain't going to be nothing that went on down here I want to talk about. Nothing. If you ain't there with me, that's your problem. But it ain't going to be nothing I want to remember about down here. Get yourself saved today. It's your day. Let us together stand.